Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. bringing you brand new, mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the show, Here's What the Aliens Look Like. Now, I know there are apparently lots of different kinds of aliens out there, but in this show, I am going to focus on the greys, since those are the types that most people say they come into contact with, and you're probably not going to like a lot of what you hear. But there is this expectation that sometime this year, the U.S. government has got to release even more information about the alien phenomena and and the UFO phenomena. Who knows how much we're actually going to get. But, you know, think about this. All right, let's say the timing is right and... They just, they, the president of the United States gets up and says, okay, yes, here we go. They're here. All right. This, they, they've been here for a long time. Hell, they've always been here. How much would that really change your life to know that aliens exist? Because if they've always been here, you just now finding out that they're here really shouldn't change anything. I mean, imagine the people who lived before 1687 when the English mathematician Sir Isaac Newton explained the fundamentals of gravity for the first time. Okay, he published this book called Principia, 1687. He goes, hey, listen, everybody, here is how gravity works. And everybody went, oh, okay, that's uh, thanks. That's interesting. But we've always had it. Apples have always been falling off trees. People have always been falling off cliffs. It really didn't change anything for the average person. Now, granted, if you're a scientist and you're, or, you know, or an inventor and you're working on a certain thing, that's a different story. But for the average person, having gravity explained that way probably didn't change too much. No, what we, what we all really just want to see, right? is what they look like. Come on, what do they actually look like? Show me one of these things. Now, I know I have been warned not to look for aliens, but uh, I think it's okay just to see one, you know, see authentic footage of one. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of things that I wouldn't want to run into in my backyard, like a grizzly bear, but I'm happy watching a documentary about grizzly bears. You know, I've been to most of the major zoos in this country, 
But I still haven't seen all of the animals that exist out there in person. For one thing, you go to the zoo, there's too many people there. You, you can't get any quality time. I've never walked into the zoo and said, <clears throat> excuse me, I am renting the zoo today. So it's it's always distracting when you're you're going through a zoo. So there are creatures out there that you may never get to really spend time with in person, but at least you, you want to see some credible footage of them. And you might say, well, well, gosh, if we knew where they were coming from and how they were traveling and all that, where we could benefit from the technology. Look, you probably wouldn't even understand that technology if they sat down in a classroom and explained it to you. Uh, you know, it'd be like trying to, to teach your dog how to create a Facebook page or something. You know, I, I don't know. So let's just focus on what we all really want here. We just want to want to see what do they look like? Give us a peek into what else is out there in this wondrous creation called our universe. Well, I'm going to see how close I can get to that by by referring to one of my favorite books. You know, Mr. Timothy Green Beckley, they call him Mr. UFO. He has been a good friend of mine for decades. He is an author, publisher, filmmaker, podcaster. He's really the king of weird media. And he started publishing some mysterious books. I'm going to say certainly by 1990, may have started publishing them in the late 1980s, uh, a series of books by uh, a man named Commander X. That was a pseudonym. And the idea is that Commander X was sort of a retired military op guy. He used to work at Area 51, and he was sort of on the run constantly and doing the best he could to blow the whistle and spill the beans about some of the the sinister conspiracies going on, you know, in, in our country with the government working with aliens and all that. And so um, these were great books to gobble up for a long, long time. And then uh, in 2017, Tim Beckley published... The Commander X files updated where he compiled a lot of the best, the best of Commander X. And then, then it also says, and this is the, the most juicy sizzling part there. It says identifying the real Commander X alien hunter. And it turns out that according to Tim Beckley, there, there is a real Commander X and there, at least there was one. He may be dead now, but he was, you know, he was not like the greatest writer. And so he basically, they would take nuggets of information from this guy and then they would add a lot of content from other writers that all kind of contributed to this whole Commander X, uh, persona. And the top person who did that was a writer named Jim Keith who was just a, a prolific writer of conspiracy stuff who very sadly died at the age of 50. That was back in 1999. He was at Burning Man, you know, the big crazy festival they do here in Nevada every year. And he fell off a stage and broke his knee and they took him in for surgery. And he actually said, apparently, I guess this is some of his last words. He said um, right before they put him under uh, his, his, the anesthetic, he said, quote, I have this feeling that if they put me under, I'm not coming back, end quote. And sure enough, he died in the operation. They say a blood clot uh, released from his knee and then went up to his brain. So obviously there are lots of questions about 
you know, about his death at the age of 50. But anyway, Jim Keith was one of the, the leading contributors to the Commander X uh, books. And the reason I bring all this up is Tim has given me permission to read a portion of the Commander X files updated here to you where Commander X is describing as, as specifically as possible what aliens look like. Okay. And this is coming from a lot of, of knowledgeable sources. So I'm just going to start reading some of this to you and let's see, uh, how you feel about this. Commander X writes the most horrifying truth that ever confronts a researcher into UFOs and aliens is the realization that at a certain point, forces within the U.S. government capitulated to, and at least to a certain degree, joined forces with the aliens in their goal to dominate the Earth. And then he goes on to say, why do the gray aliens seem to be reptilian in form? What dictated this form of evolution, which is so different than humankind? the highest form of intelligence which is indigenous to this planet, we can only speculate on this matter. But the well-known UFO and paranormal researcher Brad Steiger had commented, quote, in the late 1960s, I presented my hypothesis that the reason why the most frequently reported UFO knots resemble reptilian or amphibian humanoids may be because that is exactly what they are. Highly evolved members of a serpentine or semi-aquatic species. A provocative theory is that the dinosaurs did not really vanish. They evolved into a humanoid creature that eventually ran its course or was destroyed in an Atlantis-type catastrophe. Steiger also says, quote, I developed this hypothesis considerably, so I was delighted when I received word that Dale Russell and Ron Seekin of Canada's National Museum of Natural Sciences of Ottawa had fashioned a model of a humanoid dinosaur using Stenotkosaurus and Equilus as their inspiration. Stenotkosaurus, according to Russell, had a rather large brain and eyes with overlapping visual fields. This 90-pound dinosaur also walked on two legs, and it appears to have had a particularly opposable thumb on its three-clawed hand. The result of such scientific speculation was an astonishingly human-like creature that Russell terms a dinosauroid. The creature stands four and a half feet tall, has a large domed head, green skin, and yellow reptilian eyes. It should probably have had ears, Russell conceded, but the effect would have made it appear too human. As it is, the dinosaur on display at Canada's National Museum of Natural Sciences almost exactly fits the descriptions of UFO knots provided by thousands of men and women throughout the planet who have reported close encounters. When we come back, I'll continue reading to you about this idea that, hey, maybe a lot of these things we think of as aliens, they might actually be the original inhabitants of the Earth. And we are the aliens. You'll see what I mean when I come back. You get This is going to get really detailed and it's kind of creepy. Yeah, let me look. It's just darn creepy. You'll see what I mean. Uh, okay, listen to this now. If you want some really cool free stuff for me, if you want 
some, uh, if you want a free good luck charm, if you would like information on how to attract more money into your life, if you would like instructions on how to build something like a gl- like glasses or a visor that will allow you to see into the other side, you can get all that stuff for free right now. No catch. Instantly. I'll email you all the information. You just have to go to joshuapwarren.com. There's no period after the P. Go to joshuapwarren.com. Take two seconds. Put your email address into the little box on the homepage. You click that submit button and you will get an automated email from me and it's going to have all that and a lot more and it is going to make your day. JoshuaPWarren.com That's my name. Joshua P. Warren, you're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network and I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. There's more strange things coming right up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to 
bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. At ParanormalDate.com, you meet the most fantastic people. Hi, I'm Tom. Hi, I'm Jennifer. What brings you here? Yeah, I'm here to meet someone who understands me. How so? Well, I'm into UFOs, ghosts, aliens, Bigfoot, conspiracy theories, uh, the paranormal, uh, that kind of stuff. But can't seem to find anyone who gets it. Oh, well, um, nice to meet you, Tom. I, I gotta go. Uh, okay. Guess that's not your cup of tea. Are you sure? Very. Good luck with that. I can't meet anyone when I'm out and I really can't find a website for my unique interests. What is one to do? Have you thought about ParanormalDate.com? Para what dot what? Who are you? I'm a paranormal matchmaker and it's ParanormalDate.com It's a website for people looking for people like them. Stuff you like, remember? Interesting. Uh, I'll give it a try. Well, let's try this again. Uh, hi, I'm Tom. Hey, I'm Deb. Your profile on Paranormal date.com looked very interesting. So you really saw a UFO? Well, yeah. It was so intense, but not as intense as meeting you. You're an alien chasing flirt, but I kind of like it. Wow. This paranormaldate.com thing really works. Maybe paranormaldate.com is for you. People with an interest in things they hear on George's show find their match daily. So if you're looking for that special someone with an interest in UFOs, ghosts, aliens, big Foot, conspiracy theories, and of course, the paranormal. Come to the dating site inspired by George Norrie. It's always free to search, and if you decide to upgrade to our amazing new features, use promo code GEORGE for a great discount. ParanormalDate.com. You are not alone. Thanks for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Make sure and check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app or by going to iHeartRadio.com. iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, the Wizard of Weird, and I am reading to you right now from Timothy Green Beckley's The Commander X-Files Updated. And Tim's website is conspiracyjournal.com. Let's get back to this. In all probability... The reptilian and gray races have been residents on Earth for many centuries, and some of these beings may in fact be native to, to Earth. It is not outside the realm of possibility that the grays are the original inhabitants of Earth, and we humans are descendants of space-wandering Nordic extraterrestrials. But that is information to delve into some other time. 
The possibility that an ancient reptilian saurian race may exist below the surface of this planet is not an idea which is relatively new. This infernal yet physical race has been referred to in spiritual and historical records which date back to the beginning of time. Ancient Hebrew history, for instance, records our human ancestors were not the only intelligent free will beings who inhabited the ancient world. Genesis chapter 3 refers to the serpent, which according to many ancient Hebrew scholars was identified with a hominid or biped reptilian being. The ancient Hebrew word for serpent is nakash, which according to uh, various biblical concordances means reptile, enchantment, hissing, whisper, incantation, snake, etc., says the original Nakash was not actually a snake, as most people believe, but actually an extremely intelligent, cunning creature possessed with the ability to speak and reason. It also stood upright, as we've said, as did many of its descendants. The small Saurian predators, which ambled on two legs. Now, many of these reptilian creatures retained their bipedal form, while others mutated via natural selection adaptation, and atrification into the other Saurian species. These infernally empowered beings who once roamed the surface of the planet and preyed on humanity were later forced to go underground and make their abode in the subterranean networks which honeycombed the subcrust of Earth. From these nether regions, they have for thousands of years been carrying out their ancient and secret warfare against God and the souls of men whom they hate intensely. Since their race has long since lost any concept of righteousness or moral integrity, they will not think twice about using deception or whatever means at their disposal in order to advance their overall control of all things. Deception is and has been for thousands of years second nature to them, and therefore any statement made by them should be considered in light of this fact. goes on to say, The occupants of the UFOs, which we call flying saucers, are sometimes called EBEs for extraterrestrial biological entities. They are normally three to five feet tall. Their slender bodies, extra large heads, long arms, claw-like hands, and big eyes give them the appearance of being an oversized human fetus. These little people are usually seen wearing tight-fitting metallic one-piece suits to keep their body temperature from overheating. Each suit is completely one color, but different colored suits have been observed. Sometimes these suits are equipped with a breathing and or air conditioning apparatus. One abductee estimated the temperature of these beings' hands to be 115 degrees Fahrenheit. These little people are quick-moving and of light weight like birds, yet are quite strong. This suggests they have a very high metabolic rate and perhaps a limited lifespan of 15 years or less. Autopsy reports of some of these alien beings revealed some very frightening information. Their feet, genitalia, breasts, digestive tracts, lymphatic systems, vocal cords, earlobes, noses, mouths, teeth, lips, and eyelids all appear to be atrophied and partially or completely absent because of either evolutionary degeneration 
or because of gene damage suffered as a result of some sort of nuclear holocaust or a gene splicing experiment which went wrong. Their eyes appear to have no pupils or irises. Their hands most often have only four fingers with the little finger missing. Some hands are webbed. They have a smooth reptilian skin, which has been observed to have various colors from tan, yellowish green, pinkish green to gray, but never plain green. They have a heart and a single lung. Their bodies hold a transparent liquid containing no red blood cells, which could carry oxygen. Witnesses who claim they have been in one of the underground UFO bases describe having seen large containers with an amber liquid containing the body parts of human beings and cattle which had been mutilated. Some evidence suggests that the victims of these mutilations had their blood drained and body parts removed while they were still alive. This may have been done to preserve the effectiveness of the antibodies in the blood to protect the ETs from earthly microorganisms and viruses because their immune systems had long ago ceased to function. The body parts and blood from the victims in these containers were apparently being processed with hydrogen peroxide to produce a liquid food for the alien beings. To eat, they either soak their bodies in this liquid or rub it on their hands. The nutrients are absorbed through their skin and their waste products are expelled through their skin also. These little people seem to communicate with one another and with some unseen intelligence by mental telepathy. However, certain electronic devices have been seen on these people which could enhance this process. A pencil-like device which can emit light is often seen held by the beings to temporarily paralyze humans when it's turned on them. Whenever a group of the little saucer people are seen together, it has been noted that their heads and faces are identical, suggesting they might be clones. Sometimes their bodies have different proportions, conceivably by design, so that some of them would be better adapted for, for the particular jobs that they will perform. The brain is possibly 40% larger than that of humans. It contains an extra segment in the front of their heads in the location where mystics tell us our third eye is located. There are several functions which most humans cannot do, which the ETs have been seen to do. These functions could be attributed to the workings of this extra segment of their brains. They can levitate themselves and other objects. They're able to partially dematerialize themselves and other beings and objects so they can float through solid walls. Reports indicate that this power may be limited. Some ETs have been held captive within deep underground installations. Electromagnetic shielding around these cells could also have helped contain these people. They can bend light rays around themselves with their minds so as to render themselves invisible. The only thing in nature we can think of which can noticeably bend light rays is a giant mass like our sun and even it doesn't do nearly as good a job as the ETs. They can also send a light beam to some finite point in space and then retract it or extend it at will. This special beam could be made for capturing and transporting abductees, both animals and people. They can also illuminate the inside of a totally enclosed structure through the solid walls. These small ET people only have a small aura around themselves when compared to the auras of human beings. 
This fact generates some interest, awe, and even respect in the ET community for human beings. In dealing with the ETs, we should exploit this fact as much as possible. Their minimal auras strongly suggest that they are only manufactured biological robots who have a soul and or spirit more like that of a lizard or other small animal. No wonder most of them have little compassion for humans. Only a very few of these creatures show any signs of having any great degree of intelligence over and above that required for accomplishing their assigned tasks. Many of them seem mean and irritable. Others are just plain malevolent and could be quite dangerous to humans. Okay, what a flattering portrayal. You know, it's interesting when we, when we think about the idea that they, they almost seem kind of like robotic servants or something like that. I was recently listening to, I think it was Coast to Coast AM, and there was a guy on there who was sort of a historian and economist, and he was saying, we've, we've had a number of great technological revolutions. We had the agricultural revolution, which occurred thousands of years ago. Then we had the industrial revolution, which occurred hundreds of years ago. Then we had the information revolution age, the re- and that occurred decades ago. And right now, we are entering this age of transhumanism, where we're dealing with AI, uh, cyborg technology, merging humans with machines. So again, agricultural revolution, industrial revolution, the information age, and now transhumanism. And if you think about this thing called the quickening, it's getting faster and faster, right? Like, again, agricultural, thousands. Industrial, hundreds of years ago. Information age began decades ago. And now it's speeding up into transhumanism. When we come back from this break, I want to tell you about some other types of aliens that are out there. And what supposedly the best ones honor. It's called the Cosmic Law of One. Have you ever heard of that? The cosmic law of one. I'm going to tell you what that is. And let's keep our fingers crossed that the ones who honor that are the ones that are going to win whatever's going on in this cosmic battle. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I'll be right back after this. Stay right there. There's more Joshua P. Warren coming right up. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. 
That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Men and women can have an excess of 100,000 hairs. Unfortunately, Before hair loss is noticed, that number drops nearly in half. But it is by no means too late. Easy to apply Reveal from Dr. Nathan Newman uses stem cell technology and natural ingredients to revitalize the appearance of your hair for the fuller look you remember. Here's Dr. Newman. A lot of people with hair problems have come up to me showing me pictures after two months of use, after three months of use of the Reveal serum on their scalp, showing me dramatic improvement in the quality of their hair volume of the hair and one of the people was a woman who had lost her hair and was really thinned out. She was wearing wigs and covering it up. She was very self-conscious about it. She used it for about six months and she came to me with a big smile, nothing covering her hair and she goes, look, you gave me my life back. And that's really why I do what I do is because I want to change people's lives for the better and these stories Give me the inspiration to go forward and develop new things. Hair loss, hereditary or not, increases with age. In fact, by age 50, roughly half of us have noticeable hair loss. It's time to get on board with Reveal. For women and men, and only at HealthyLooking.com, can you get Reveal with free smart delivery shipping by simply entering discount code GEORGE at checkout. Easy to use Reveal at HealthyLooking.com or order by phone at 800 604-3129, 24-7 at 800-604-3129. Gently revitalize your hair's appearance for a fuller look with Reveal from HealthyLooking.com.
Every eight minutes, the American Red Cross brings help and hope to people in need. Thanks to the support of everyday heroes like you, the Red Cross is able to respond to disasters big and small, support military families, help ensure that blood is available when needed, and teach life-saving skills like CPR and first aid. Be a hero. Donate today. Visit redcross.org or call 1-800-RED-CROSS. To strange things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. And I've been reading to you from this book called The Commander X Files Updated, identifying the real Commander X alien hunter. It's one of my favorites. And uh, you can learn more about this book uh, if you just go to conspiracyjournal.com. You really need to see all the stuff that Timothy Green Beckley has there. Or just go to Amazon. You can buy this book for $21.95. And I'm not being paid to tell you this. I mean, this is not a commercial. I'm just telling you this is one of my favorite books, The Commander X Files. And so thank you. Tim Beckley, for continuing to produce such wonderful material. You've done it for so long. Tim Beckley is a national treasure. He truly is. And if what I read sounded a little depressing to you, well, I understand. But I also realize that there are probably lots and lots and lots of different types of quote-unquote aliens out there. And what I just described to you may be considered extraterrestrial within quotes because it sounds like maybe these are things that are very terrestrial. We're the weirdos here that there maybe there were some other types of, of, of alien beings, if you will, that sort of seeded us here. And, and we're the ones who were like the uh, the virus on the planet. And that's made even more clear if you get another one of these books that I recently bought. And this is, oh, man, I'm, I'm telling you, if you're into aliens and UFOs, you've got to have this new book. It just came out. It was just published recently. It's called The Extraterrestrial Species Almanac. Again, this, I'm not being paid to promote this. I don't know the author. It's just a really amazing book. And uh, it's written by Craig Campobasso. It's published by MUFON. The Extraterrestrial Species Almanac. And the thing that's so great about it is, is it, you flip through this and they profile like dozens and dozens of different types of aliens based upon all kinds of reports and ex experiences people have had for hundreds of years, really thousands of years. And you have these great illustrations of each type, and then they break it down and they say, here's the origin here are the physical characteristics. Here's the belief system. Here's the cosmic agenda, the technology, dimensional capacity, consciousness. I mean, really, I mean, like it's it's sort of like uh, being at the FBI and looking through the filing cabinet at the wanted posters. And they tell you like all the characteristics of these people who are wanted. And so just flipping through this, I mean, you have stuff like, OK, there's the iguanoids. 
and the insectoids, and uh, we have the Arcturians. Boy, those are wild looking. They're just like radiating all this kind of crazy energy. For some reason, the Venusians always look like models. They say that you have a lot of fun if you make it to Venus, apparently. Um, so anyway, flipping through this, you know, it talks about like the Anunnaki. So, you know, it says universal origin, physical characteristics, belief system. I mean, I'm telling you, if you're into, um, to aliens and UFO stuff, you've got to have this thing in your collection. Uh, you can get it on Amazon for, let's see, uh, right now. Well, you can get a Kindle, $9.99. The paperback, which is what I bought, is $16.95. You can also listen to it on Audible, or you can even get an audio CD. That's really cool. That doesn't happen a lot these days with books. So anyway, I'm flipping through this thing, and uh, and it, it's really, it's so digestible, you can just read you know, one or two chapters before you go to bed, if it didn't freak you out. And oh, also, there are some pictures that are supposed to be real pictures of aliens and interdimensional beings. And yeah, some of them look pretty good, pretty interesting. But here's what I wanted to bring up to you in particular. So the very first part is like human extraterrestrial races. And by the way, uh, one thing that I'll, I'll, I will mention in the contents, it starts with human extraterrestrial races and then Zeta humans graze and more and then animal and insect races and then notable hybrid races and then reptilians and then other extraterrestrials. One thing I did notice flipping through this is I didn't see any bird like aliens listed here or avian like aliens. And I noticed that because it's possible the only time in my life I ever might have seen an alien was this experience I had in the middle of the night, which could have just been a crazy vivid dream uh, where I encountered a being that was, it looked like a big blue bird. I called it the bird God. And what made it so outstanding for me is that um, that same night, uh, of course, my good friend Mobius, who lives at that time, lived about an hour away from me. He saw the same exact thing that same night. So that's another story for another Actually, I, I interviewed him about that on one of my old Joshua P. Warren dailies. If you want to go back and listen to that, we talked about it. So I didn't see any kind of like bird oriented uh, aliens, but there is a section here in the beginning where it talks about the Agarthans and there's a, a the illustration of an Agarthan. It looks like, uh, it looks like Jesus actually. And it says universal origin. Agarthans are interior earth inhabitants. Okay. We're back to that again. They are a highly advanced society comprised of ancient Lemurians and Atlanteans that went underground forewarned of the destruction of their surface civilizations. It goes on to say their capital city is Telos, located beneath Mount Shasta in Northern California. Um, it says the Agarthans are indistinguishable from Earth humans, except for one point, they're much taller, with some reaching 15 feet or more. 15 feet or more, you know, that's twice over twice the size of an average person. Um, so I, I, I think that's also interesting that this is a book about extraterrestrial beings, but now we're talking about something again here that apparently lives inside the earth. But anyway, here's what I want to really get to. It says being a spiritually elevated society, Agarthans believe in the cosmic law of one. 
So I was like, okay, what exactly are we talking about here? Well, in the back of the book, the author writes about the cosmic law of one. And my understanding is this comes from, like, this is the kind of information that's been channeled by psychics and mystics and seers and ascended masters and all that stuff in one way or another over and over throughout the centuries, because I can't find, like, one particular source for it. So, okay, let's see what, what, it, what it means if you say, well, th- this is a race of, of uh, beings that adheres to the cosmic law of one which is actually made up of nine principles, according to this book. It it introduces this by saying, when God spoke the covenant to Moses, delivering the Ten Commandments, those moral laws were intended for mortals. The cosmic law of one is written for fully conscious beings, created beings, angels of all classes, etc. They are the laws of harmony the inherent laws of nature, the inclusion law of all, of creational imaging, of equality, of intelligence throughout the body of creation. Okay, so here we go. What do you think about these? Does this sound good to you? The nine parts of the law of one. These laws are designed to align lives to the universal frequency of harmony. Number one, law of unity. Everything is interconnected. When you are at one with yourself, you are at one with everyone. There is no separation. Number two, law of vibration. Tuning the spiritual body to vibrate at a high frequency enriches life. Number three, law of manifestation. Using your frequency to manifest your hopes, dreams, and desires. Number four, law of cause and effect. The energy slash frequency you put out is the energy slash frequency you get back. Number five, law of mental clarity, connecting to source daily for mental clarity. Number six, law of spiritual development, connecting to source daily to design your spiritual path towards divinity. Number seven, the law of physical health, which is eat right, exercise and laugh. And then number eight, the law of social interaction, maintaining close relationships with family, friends, and making new friends does the heart good. Number nine, the law of compensation, which is working towards personal goals and achieving the end result, no matter how challenging the path might be. That all sounds pretty good, don't you think? But then it says, here's this other section, the contrary cosmic law of one. This was written for the fallen angels and for races and individuals who disobey the natural laws and have branched away from their divinity and now covet service to self. When these laws are broken, there is a trial and those sentenced are incarcerated on one of the seven prison planets in the ghost galaxy located in the Satania system. That it sounds like uh, Superman, doesn't it? like the phantom realm that they would put the bad guys in says for heinous crimes without remorse, a lengthy period of time is designated for redemption discovery. If redemption is sought rehabilitation follows. If remorse is never found in their hearts, a new trial will determine their soul's fate. Either they will live out their days on a prison world or be sentenced to soul death. And some of the laws are as follows. Okay, we're almost up on a break. So when we come back, I'm going to tell you 
what these contrary cosmic laws of one are. This is what you say to people who, you know, beings that just aren't quite getting it, I guess. And then also, I want to tell you about an astronaut who saw a flying snake in outer space. Did you know that happened? Yeah, it's true. It's true. We'll get to that in our last segment of the show. Boy, this one has flown right by, huh? But it's good stuff. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll be right back after these important messages. Keep it here on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. The Wizard of Weird will be right back. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Home Depot wants every mom to have their own outdoor oasis this Mother's Day. Whether that be a new space to relax or a beautiful garden upgrade, at The Home Depot, you can give mom a gift that's as unique as she is with a stylish and comfortable place to entertain or relax for the mom who does it all. And with convenient delivery, you won't have to stress over getting it to her either. Looking to step up your Mother's Day flowers for the mom who's great with gardening? Let mom's green thumb do some digging with colorful flowers, pots, and premium soils to Bring out the most in our patios, walkways, and gardens with the Home Depot's Mother's Day Savings Event happening now. Get Vigoro Potting Soil, just $8.97 for strong, healthy, vibrant plants indoors and outside. Start your Mother's Day shopping and saving today by checking out the Home Depot's extensive selection online at homedepot.com or directly in-store near you with convenient pickup and delivery options. See homedepot.com slash delivery for details. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. 
Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost thanks to the health care law called the Affordable Care Act? Let this be the year you get screening tests that can detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in the way. Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you. Hey, the Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel is waiting for you. Go to coasttocoastam.com for more information. Welcome back to the final segment of this edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and I'm reading some passages from the Extraterrestrial Species Almanac, the ultimate guide to greys, reptilians, hybrids, and Nordics by uh, Craig Campobasso. And I was just getting into the contrary cosmic law of one number one thou shall not kill for you kill a part of yourself for every being carries the blueprint of the primordial atom number two thou shall not enslave imprison kidnap or hold anyone hostage number three thou shall not mentally or physically harm or torture another number four thou shall not sexually violate another Number five, thou shalt not psychically attack another. Number six, thou shalt not invade the private thoughts of another. Number seven, thou shalt not hinder the free will of another and their right to choose. Number eight, thou shalt not create life forms from genetic materials of your own or another's race, unless sanctioned by the angelic core. Number nine, thou shalt not abduct cosmic citizens against their will to perform medical tests or to extract genetic materials. Number 10, thou shalt not alter the biological chemistry of another without their consent. Number 11, thou shalt not remove or lock the ascension chakras of another. And finally, number 12, Thou shalt not interfere in an individual's or race's evolution or impede their right to ascend. And then there is this little section called Dark Undermonic Laws. The laws of service to self to gain power, technology, and material wealth. They defile all that is good and righteous and mock the cosmic law of one. These undermonic laws are the opposite of the harmonic laws. They are the laws of defilement of God, deceit, divide and conquer, robbing younger civilizations of their genetic materials, creating aggressive hybrid races for nefarious purposes, energy siphoning, hate, indulgence, 
perpetual sin, self-gratification at others' expense, and vengeance. So, if you want to learn more about that, and there is a lot of other terminology in this book, uh, again, you might want to get a copy of this. I highly recommend it. The Extraterrestrial Species Almanac. What do you think about that? Um, it kind of makes sense that there's a lot of stuff out there, right? And some of it's good and some of it's bad. There's so much weird stuff out there. You know, I just posted recently on my Twitter page something from unexplained-mysteries.com. It's called Revisited. Astronaut saw snake out in space. And this comes from something that aired on television in 1995. It says, veteran astronaut Franklin Musgrave saw what he described as, quote, the snake during several space missions. And I'll just read to you what it says here. Now retired, Musgrave is certainly no stranger to venturing into space, having completed six missions over his career and being the only astronaut ever to fly aboard all five space shuttles. Over the years, several astronauts have reported seeing unusual things while up in space, and Musgrave is no exception, having seen one particular phenomenon on several occasions. He described his encounters during an interview for the TV series Sightings back in 1995. Quote, on two of my missions, and I still don't have an answer, I have seen a snake out there, six, seven, eight feet long, he said. Quote, it is rubbery because it has internal waves in it and it follows you for a rather long period of time. Quote, the more you fly in space, the more you see an incredible amount of things out there. And that sort of brings to you really a certainty that other living creatures are out there. Quote, some incredibly primitive, more primitive, some just uh, proteins coming together, amino acids, and some just single-celled organisms and other civilizations that have been around for a million years years that are doing unimaginable kinds of things, end quote. And you can actually, if you go to that link, you can see his picture and hear him say that in his own words. Does that remind you a little bit of the OUFOs you've heard me talk about, the organic UFOs? Remember also the story I told you about my ex-ops experience in Roswell, New Mexico, in which we were having the seance around Hangar 84, where the bodies were brought after the crash. And all of a sudden, this big snake-like thing appeared over our heads and just went slithering across, captured on, on camera. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of creepy, weird stuff out there. And being in space, it's probably a lot scarier than you think it would be. I... I just last night I had a flying dream. I have those a lot. I don't know if I'm actually traveling out of my body or what, but I had one of these flying dreams and I flew straight up into the sky. And the next thing I knew I was out in space and I looked down and I saw the earth below me and this has happened to me before. And I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm too far out. You know? And I just, I just looked around at all the blackness and the cold black. And it, it was just, Oh, it was, it was freaky. 
to be out there in space by myself like that. And so I shot back to Earth in a hurry. What if I'd seen a big snake out there slithering up to me? <laughs> There's a lot of stuff out there. And and humans, I think, are being manipulated by some of these beings. But we just have to pray that the good ones win. You know, that's all we can do and do our own part as well. Hey, let me read an email to you real quick. I got this from a lady in New York. And um, she went to my website, joshuapwarren.com, and she bought some of the Tibetan emos. These are the little domes that you put over your eyes when you want to meditate, and it puts you in that theta brain state. I talked about that, you know, in my meditation podcast. And uh, she is, which, which is called Three Minute Monk Secret, if you go back and you're looking for it. Her name is Beatrice, and she said, Josh, I received the meditation orbs earlier this week, and when I first took them out of the package, I thought to myself, OMG, that's it? I felt they were severely overpriced, and I was disappointed. By the way, I think they're only like $24.95, but anyway. So she goes, feeling skeptical, I decided to try them later in the evening. I was annoyed. One of them kept rolling off. Ugh. Finally, I found a position where both stayed on each eye with no problem. I stared up the ceiling with low lighting in my bedroom and started deep breathing. Soon after, I started to feel beautiful waves of energy. Amazing! Exclamation point. Felt like I was being bathed in love. Little heart icon there the meditation orbs started to get a bit misty or like i was looking through fog i saw a tiny white orb i kept shifting from my eyes open to eyes closed i started to see shapes of purple and green i saw a road and trees and a side profile of a man's face and it seemed like he was trying to pierce through the fog slowly coming through and I was shown also a humanoid being, maybe interdimensional or extraterrestrial, with blue skin and dreadlocks. So cool. And she puts a little, you know, emojicon there of an alien head and a smiley face. And she goes, my first experience was simply awesome. The meditation orbs really work. Exclamation point. Blessings, Beatrice in New York. How do you like that? Some of this stuff sounds crazy. When you hear me talk about it, you just have to try it out for yourself. So that's why you got to go to my curiosity shop. Look at everything there. And if you're really serious, you might want to check out the paratemporal night vision goggles because a lot of people are sending me like crazy footage they're getting with those and i'll be sharing some of that with you soon okay my friends we're at the end of the show it is time for me to play for you the good fortune tone you know what to do close your eyes take some deep breaths relax and let's make your next week a great one here is the good fortune tone
That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the Curiosity Shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Well, if you like this episode of Strange Things, wait till you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs>